Welcome to the Nashville Women's Health Podcast. This podcast was created as a way to provide education and connection to the women of Middle Tennessee. My goal is to connect you with local women's health and fitness providers so you know what services are available in your area. I am your host, Amy Bailey. I'm a local women's health physical therapist, yoga instructor, and life coach. Thank you for joining the podcast and being a part of this amazing community. Hey guys, welcome to another edition of the Nashville Women's Health Podcast. It's your host, Amy Bailey. And two weeks ago, I did a um, podcast on pregnancy and exercise. And then I said I would come back and do postpartum and exercise, but I snuck Laura Gordy in there last week. If you haven't had a chance to go listen to that podcast, go listen to it. We really had a great conversation about healing and how it is just not a straight road. And we talked about just mindset related to healing. So I wanted to go ahead and bump up her podcast before I did this one, because I just thought it was such great and important information. But I didn't want to leave y'all hanging. I definitely wanted to get the postpartum return to exercise information in there. So when we're talking postpartum, I mean, postpartum is forever. It is not just those first few weeks after you have your baby. So there's a lot of mental game that happens with postpartum and getting back to exercising. I think there are different mindsets with that. Some people are ready to jump in day one and get their pre-baby routine back. Um, some people are scared to exercise. They don't trust their body. They don't know what is safe, what might cause them damage. So I just kind of want to talk through some of that. And I want to take a minute to just celebrate what a miracle just happened, whether it was you know, today that you birthed your baby last week, last year, 15 years ago, it is a true miracle to be able to carry and deliver another human. So I think a lot of times, um, especially in healthcare and also in life, you know, after the baby is born, all the focus shifts to the baby and the baby's health and how the baby is sleeping and eating and developing. And sometimes the mom and her health just gets swept under the rug. Everybody is very concerned about mom's health when she's pregnant. And then after that, like I said, the focus just switches to baby. So I want to celebrate number one, what you just did. And then I want you to take a moment to make sure that your health, both mental and physical, is being looked at and supported during this very important phase of life. And allowing the time that you need for healing um, emotionally and physically. Um, Birth can be traumatic, and I don't want to sidestep that, but sometimes we don't get the birth that we want. Um, Sometimes birth is associated with loss. Um, And sometimes it's just hard because it's a change in our family dynamic. Um, It's a change in our schedule and our sleep patterns and our eating. Um, So really allowing that time for you to recover both emotionally and physically, from whatever journey you were just taken on. Um, Always postpartum, I recommend that women get any support that they need. Um, And I know support can be a cost to us, but it is very important for you to heal emotionally and physically, to have people in your corner who can provide something for you, whether that is emotional support and just an ear or a shoulder to cry on or just to talk through things or whether that is physical support, such as a postpartum doula, or family to come and just help sweep the kitchen, or load the dishwasher, or prepare meals. Um, some people get a meal service, and if you can afford that, that is a great idea. Um, I know a lot of um, times, well, pre-pandemic, 
people would bring people new moms, especially, you know, meals for a couple of days, which is great and so supportive. And please accept all of those meals. Um, But sometimes when we have multiple children, like second, third, fourth plus babies, we don't always get that support that we got with the first baby. So if you have to, you know, if you don't have a church or a group of friends who are going to bring you meals or neighbors, definitely sign up for a meal service and get these easy meals that can be, you know, you just pop them in the oven or you just quickly throw them together, or maybe it already comes assembled and cooked for you. Um, a cleaning service. I've talked to people who had like wash and fold services. Any support you think might be helpful for you, definitely latch onto that and get it. It's going to help you so much get the rest that you need, the bonding time that you need, and just figuring out your new life with your new little one or ones if there were multiples. Um For postpartum return, there's a lot of change that happens in our body. You know, we have healing of the tissue and the muscle. There has been stretch that has been applied to those muscles um, everywhere, really, um, from our head to our toes, almost, if you think about it. And sometimes there has been tearing or cutting, depending on if you had to have some sort of intervention, such as a C-section or an episiotomy, or maybe you had... Um, an instrument-assisted birth, like a vacuum or forceps, or maybe you just tore on your own during the delivery process. So there is healing and muscle repair that has to happen. Um, We're still fluctuating with our hormones for a good while um, following delivery, especially if we are nursing. So that postpartum return also depends on just what's going on with our hormones and how we're feeling. Of course, if we're nursing, that takes time and energy from us, and we can't always jump back into our everyday normal pre-baby routine if we have to accommodate for nursing or pumping. Um, A lot of times our brain and our body are just simply not connected postpartum. There is a lot of drastic change in a relatively short amount of time. Um, I know that nine to 10 months sounds like a long time, but in the scheme of our entire life, it is not a long time for such a great deal of change to happen. And it's probably one of the biggest physical and mental changes that you've gone through Um, More than likely for most people, unless there has been, you know, a major traumatic event. But um, a lot of times our brain has to reconnect with our body because there has been so much physical change during that. And I'm calling it a short amount of time, that 10 month period. Um, We're very sleep deprived postpartum. Um, That just is part of the game. So it's hard to reconnect with our body. It's hard to even know what we like or dislike anymore or what we even feel like we need if we we aren't getting that most basic need of sleep. Um, There's been a change to our whole schedule from, you know, when we eat, when we sleep. Um, Maybe it's going back to work postpartum. Maybe it is figuring out how to accommodate the animals. You know, now you have another being that you're taking care of and you have to figure out Okay, well, we used to go on walks every night at nine, but now baby is sleeping and we can't do that. So really understanding that your life has changed and we might need to come up with a new normal and it's okay. And that might, and we might go back to our old normal. We might not, we might go to a better normal and there will be multiple schedule adjustments along the way and just caring for another human. A lot of times for Women, there is some anxiety related to that, postpartum depression, um, and just fear, fear that we might mess up as new moms, that, you know, we don't have it all under control, or I don't know what to do in certain situations. Um, And then I mentioned this earlier, but I just want to throw it back in, but family dynamic changes. Um, This could be changes with your partner. 
It could be changes with your in-laws or your own parents and how they either think you should parent or how much time they should be spending with the baby or how they should hold the baby or how you should hold the baby or how the baby should eat or what the baby should eat. And then, of course, if you have other animals and other children, too, there's some dynamic changes there that, that you have to allow time and grace for that adjustment period. Um, but again, postpartum is forever. So these changes in the beginning they will ebb and flow, but you will have multiple changes as your baby gets older and different life stages. But you are always postpartum and you are always sort of reconciling um, where you were and where you're going. Um, and our body, you know, it does change. But I always tell women, if you like to exercise and you want to be strong, you can be stronger than you were before you had your children. You just might have to go about it differently. And it may take more time to build that foundation in the beginning, but once that foundation is built, then strength can come later. Um, but just remember the more children that we carry, the more demand that we have placed on our body. So we have to be intentional with our movement and our rebuilding phase. Um, again, like I believe that every woman should exercise. Um, we need that. We have to pick up groceries, which are heavy and baby carriers and babies and multiple children sometimes. And you know, we have to pick up, if we like to garden, bags of mulch, and we have to run with our children through the yard and swim with them. And so I think we should have exercise in our life, and that may look different for every woman. Um, some women like Zumba. Some women like CrossFit. Some women like running, um, yoga, whatever you like. Let's find ways to incorporate that into your everyday life so you can enjoy a full life with your children as they get older. But exercise, you know, is going to look different in different stages of your life too. You know, does a 95-year-old's exercise program look like a 19-year-old's exercise program? Well, maybe, but maybe not. And it's okay if it doesn't. And it's okay if your exercise regime changes. You know, let's say you give birth at 25 and you really enjoy running, but then at 35, you've gotten into weightlifting. That's okay. It's okay to change your mind, change your plan, experiment with different things, get burnout with certain exercises, just find things that you like to do and then find someone to help walk with you through that so you can reincorporate it into your life safely. Um, but we have to think also like what's practical for us at this time, right now, at this time in my life, what is the most practical way to incorporate exercise or return to movement in my life? Um, mine has gone through many phases. You know, there have been phases of my life where I was able to get to the gym for an hour, an hour and a half. And there have been phases in my life where I've only been able to do air squats when I let the dog out. And that has changed so many times since I started having children. And right now, thankfully, I'm in a stage where I can get to the gym. Um, I go to the gym an hour, um, four days a week at 530 in the morning. And that's the only way it's going to work in my life. If I put that workout off until five o'clock, it's not going to happen for me in this stage of life, because that's usually when I'm running kids to their athletic events. So, but there has been times in my life where, you know, maybe yoga at five o'clock worked because my children were younger and I wasn't running them all over creation at five o'clock. So just, you really have to ask yourself, what is practical for me at this time? And be okay with that because you will know that you're going to go through another phase where that might change and look completely different. Um, when you are thinking about returning to exercise, you have to remember you have to eat well. You have to nourish yourself, especially if you're still nursing, um, getting adequate sleep, which may mean a nap during the day. It may mean instead of exercising five days a week, exercise three days a week, and the other days you're just resting on the couch 
um, sweep, sleep, not sweep, sleep is important for our recovery so we can get stronger and stay healthy. Um, but movement always, you know, whether it is just standing up and sitting down from the couch 10 times a couple of times a day, just move your body. Dancing with your toddler in the den, that counts as exercise. And then self-care, we have to remember to do things and find things that bring us joy um, so many of us, our identity does become being a mom, and that's wonderful. It's the greatest gift I've ever been given, but I find when I'm not nourishing what I like to do personally, that I'm losing some of myself and I'm not actually as happy as I can be. So, you know, if it is just sitting down with a nice glass of warm tea, or maybe exercises that self-care for you, or going to get a manicure, finding ways that bring you joy as a human and not just a mom is just as important. Okay, so when we are returning to exercise, I look at it in different phases. We sort of have a, a prehab phase, then what I would call a rehab phase, and then we move into fitness. And then, and this next stage is not for everyone, but from fitness, we would go to performance. And again, not everybody wants to be in that performance range. Um, and sometimes we get pregnant again before we reach performance, and we have to backtrack and go to prehab. So prehab is generally that, that foundation building stage is what I call it. It is any time from, and these are just basic guidelines, but zero to six weeks postpartum, six to eight weeks, depending on what type of delivery you had. And this is talking about how you're standing, how you're breathing, how you're holding your baby, how you're nursing your baby, how to prevent things from coming up or injury from happening. And then we would move from prehab into rehab where we're actually starting to move our bodies, but we're doing it and covering the basics. We have the foundation of our breath and our posture. Now, how do we move our body in space safely in, in a controlled manner so we're not overloading it and creating injury or symptoms? Fitness would begin after you have that foundation. You're ready to build strength. You're ready to add endurance you're ready to put on some load, whether that is weight or impact or increased time or increasing speed, it's time to actually up the game. And then performance would be kind of that advanced exercise or race training, competition, setting PRs. Um, but rehab can start anytime postpartum. Like I said, postpartum is forever. So let's say that you're someone who's not really exercised and you have a six-year-old, you can start this kind of prehab, rehab, fitness performance stage at any time. So I'm giving you basic guidelines for that kind of very new mom, but no, this can be altered or incorporated at any time. And if you haven't started exercising yet, or you haven't exercised in a while, get a well check by a pelvic PT just to see how you are doing before you do something and realize there is a problem. Just know how your body has reconnected postpartum. Know if there's anything that needs just a little extra attention. Maybe it's your balance. Maybe it's strength. Maybe it's mobility. See what areas are maybe areas of focus before you move into those more challenging areas. Um, remember I said earlier, you know, some women are scared to exercise. They're scared to move their bodies. They just don't trust them. So I think finding, you know, and connecting with your breath and then your core and your pelvic floor is a great way to sort of begin to trust your body again. You're not getting out there and overloading it or trying something too hard. You're just learning, okay, I can sit here and breathe and this is good for my health. This is good for me to find and feel that I have a core. It is in there. I just have to learn how to move it again. 
once you learn that, how to connect with your body and turn on those muscles, then you can work on gaining strength. That's actually the easy part. It's not really easy. I get it. It's hard and it takes work and consistency. But sometimes it's the more physical part that makes it easier than the beginning game where it's more mental. And just allowing yourself, allowing yourself some grace. Um, strengthening takes time, you know. So once you've connected with your body and turned on those muscles and we've started to like begin to strengthen them, you won't see changes initially. It's going to take you a good, you know, 8 to 12 weeks to really notice some change. So being consistent, being just supportive, finding a supportive team, finding a great coach, a great PT, someone who's going to help encouraging you like as you get two to three weeks in and you're like, nothing's happening, but really finding people that are on your side. Um, it's going to be a slower scale than you want, probably. You know, you have to make ad adaptations maybe for the baby schedule um, or maybe you're working around a partner schedule. You need someone to come watch baby so you can go exercise. Um, so it's, you know, some adjustment and just allow yourself that time for change, that time for accommodating your new schedule, your new patterns. Um, when I'm looking at a woman postpartum and I'm thinking what she needs to be doing with her life, there are some basic components that I look at because these are going to play into everyday life. I want to know, can a woman, when she's standing, fold over or hip hinge? This is so important because so many times a day we have to bend down and pick up objects, um, whether it is your baby or stuff off the floor or a baby carrier or just sitting up and standing down. We need to safely, while not increasing pressure through our pelvic floor, out through our abs or creating any leaking, we need to be able to hinge at our hips and do that while managing our pressure. Um, same thing, maybe we're going lower to the ground and we need to know how to squat and so when we squat, are we bottoming out in that position and putting increased stress or pressure down through our pelvic floor? Or can we squat safely and our knees track in the right position and we can actually get up from the ground in that squat position safely? Um, same thing with lunging. Postpartum, because of our hormones change, we have decreased balance. We've also, our body shape has changed and our weight because of the growing belly has been shifted forward a little bit more than normal. So sometimes like a lunge is a really challenging motion for women postpartum. We've got decreased stability. We've got increased hip width, maybe um, just a decreased again stability in our hips. Um, our weight has been shifted in a different direction for many months. So a lunge is one of those things that I think needs very delicate retraining postpartum so we can gain the strength to do it safely and supported. So let's say we're trying to get off the ground holding a toddler or a newborn, we can do that properly without putting us or our baby at risk. Lifting overhead is another thing that I want to see all women do. We have to reach up in our counters overhead. Maybe we want to raise our baby up and look at them over our head or reach our arms over our head to shut the minivan door or the hatchback or whatever we have. Lifting things overhead safely um, with good core control and good breath is a functional movement that all women need to be able to do. And then can we safely carry an object when we're walking? Can we carry the groceries in? Can we carry the baby carrier in? Can we lift and carry the baby stroller maybe if we need to? So just making sure you know how to do these particular movements safely while breathing and controlling our intra-abdominal pressure so we don't get leaking 
we don't get any sort of downward pressure through our pelvic floor, out through our abdominal area, and we don't have any pain. So those basic functional movements that I'm looking at are a hinge, a squat, a lunge, lifting overhead, and then carrying an object. Um, as far as pelvic floor PT, I usually check in with my new mamas at about two weeks. I want them to be resting and bonding with their baby in the beginning and figuring out their nursing relationship and getting adequate hydration and nutrition and sleep. And so usually virtually or possibly a home visit, I'll check in with that new mom and we'll talk about how to breathe, how to carry, how to nurse without back pain and positioning, getting their back moving, good thoracic mobility. And then when they're cleared by their OB or midwife, usually roughly around that six to eight week time frame, I'll check in with them in person and I'll do a full assessment, which includes posture, checking their abdominal area um, for their breathing pattern, for their diaphragm movement, um, checking for a diastasis recti, checking for core strength and involvement, and doing an internal exam for pelvic floor at that point. Um, but certain things take more time in healing. Some people still have some musculoskeletal pain postpartum. They may have some pelvic pain or low back pain. Um, their sacroiliac joint may be a little bit twerky, tweaky, <laughs> not twerky probably, or pubic symphysis pain. Those are some of the most common pains I see postpartum. Um, there may be some leaking, whether that's urine or feces or even gas and not being able to control when their gas comes out. Um, again, there might be some diastasis recti or separation right in the middle of their abdominal cavity. Sometimes women have um, just a descent of their pelvic organs or increased pelvic pressure, possibly pain with intercourse, um, bladder symptoms such as pain or difficulty initiating their stream or a slow stream, or maybe they just don't feel like they completely are able to empty their bladder. And then with the bowels, you can have constipation or pain or, again, difficulty emptying or leaking of bowels. So those are all things that might make your return to exercise just a little bit slower. We might need to address those problems first before we send you out into a gym or to hit the road or whatever. Um, if you are dealing with some of these things, um, how you talk to yourself is really important. Words matter. We have to, you know, engage positively with ourselves. We've had a huge life shift and it's a mental and emotional journey, this healing. So I hear often, you know, women think, think, thinking they're broken or they're alone. They're the only people who have ever dealt with some of these issues or they don't feel adequate or they don't feel like they're bouncing back fast enough. Just remember healing is a process. It is not linear. And if you have more, um, thoughts about what I'm saying right now, go back and listen to last week's podcast with Laura Gordy. That was so good about healing and just the emotional component of healing. Um, it is a journey and we don't always jump right back into whatever exercise program we had before. Again, I want us to go through all those stages, that prehab, that rehab, building those foundations, getting our posture back to where it should be postpartum getting our breath good, and learning what breath strategies to use with different activities because we're not going to use the same breath strategy with a deadlift that we would use for running. Um, we're not going to use the same strategy for picking up our baby that we would use for maybe an overhead press. So just getting that coaching and that support in the front end, um, finding someone, whether it's a running coach or a lifting coach or a yoga coach, who understands postpartum because it is, it is very different the healing than just returning to exercise um, if you've had it like a knee injury. So finding people on your team who really, really understand that. But 
I think all women should exercise. Again, I'm just reiterating that. I think we should find people who are going to support us and train us into moving through this effectively and safely so we can set ourselves up for a postpartum of strength forever. So if you have any questions about returning to exercise postpartum, please reach out to me. Um, if you are local, of course, I am in Nashville and would love to help. If you are not local, reach out to me. I'll help you find somebody who is trained in return to exercise for postpartum women so they can implement a program that works for you. And I hope everybody's doing great and I will talk to y'all soon. Bye.